Good evening, dear friends. Good evening and welcome to this show, this this version of this thing of ours. Welcome, welcome to you and yours, and I thank you, and I, I hope you're having a good evening. I hope everything is going well with you. Where do we even start? Where do we begin? I want to start with something. Do you believe that people stick by that there's honor in the world? Do you believe that? Do you believe there's honor in the world? No. Do you believe that good people prevail? No. Do you believe that if you do the right thing in life, you're benefited and rewarded? No. Do you believe in karma? No. Nah. Nah. It's all made up stuff. Do you believe in any of that? Uh Uh-uh. Do you believe in right and wrong? Do you believe that there is an that there is this natural sense of morality that no, of course not. Stop it. No, there's nothing. Nobody's in charge of any of this stuff. Terrible people run the world and terrible people do whatever they want and they get away with it. And nobody stops them. There's no karma. We love to believe that there's some internalized sense of right and wrong and oh, stop it. Stop it. I don't believe in anything but reality. I believe in you and me and my wife and 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 what's in front of me. I don't believe that anybody's going to intervene. I don't believe anybody's going to come in and help. I don't believe in good people and goodness. I don't believe in anything. I don't believe in good or bad. I don't believe in the devil. I don't believe in good. I don't believe in angels. I don't believe in anything. I believe that there's this, there's this clogged sewer called life. And sometimes things turn out for the best and sometimes they don't and it doesn't matter what you do do you understand this i hope you tell your kids this i hope you tell your kids to teach them you can never trust anybody you may trust maybe a few people in your life just a few maybe immediate family mrs l that's it and the reason why i don't trust people is not because they're bad but they have no reason to to look out for me. They have no reason to look out for me. That's not what this is about. You know it and I know it. There are terrible people in the world. There are awful people in the world. There are more horrible people. And the reason why they're not doing more horrible things is because the situation hasn't allowed themselves. There is no honor. Let me also tell you something. How many of you, dear friends, have been working for a job or been someplace where you gave your life to a job, to a company, to a cause, and they just I don't know what the word is. There's a word. It's It's uh, scatological, but they dumped on you. They just said, beat it. Sorry. Have a nice day. And you gave your life. You ever seen that one? Don't ever be dependent on a job. Don't ever let a job define who you are. This is my 65th year, so everybody, my friends, all my school chums, a lot of them, they're all retiring from this and that. Now what do I do? And you know you're going to see their whole sense of worth 
collapse because of it was their job and who they, what do you do? And what do you do? And what do you don't ever let a job determine who you are. Make sure you always have a sense of identity that has nothing to do with your job. Your job means nothing. That's not who you are. Ask yourself, what are people going to say when you, when you die one day? What are people really going to say about you? You know, the best thing in the world, nice guy or gal, good person. That's it. I like them. That's it. That's it. That's it. Good dude. Good guy. That's it. Today we were walking about Mrs. Allen and I were coming back from the gymnasium and we were, there was a fellow who was, um, I guess he spoke Spanish. I don't know where he's from, but he had, what do you say? Do you have a job or can I get a job or? Yeah. Here's a guy who wanted a job. And he, and I swear to God, I believed him. I would, if I had something to do, I would say absolutely. We know a lady who's a kind of a kind of a snooty, high highfalutin type, and she had a guy come to her apartment, painted it, and illegal, did the best job anybody's done. She even let him shower. Well, I'm thinking, I don't know about that, but anyway, whatever. Honest as the day is long. Good guy. Good guy. I've been taking an inventory. There's my, there's my, uh, there's my, my uh, fellow at the gas station. I love him. He's a Muslim from Ghana. And he always sounds like he's crying. Hello. <laughs> great, great. Love him. We have a, 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 I guess you'd call him a porter maybe in the building. Love him. I'll take him any day. I just like nice people. I want honest people. I don't want much from you. Don't be a jerk. Don't be full of it. Don't I know who wants so much for you to impress him. He's always, he's always putting, because he'll go to a event and, he, and here he comes. Do you know that one time he took a picture with me and this other guy, big radio guy? Clip me out of the picture. Me. Didn't want me in the picture. Say, you rat. This is because I was controversial. I'm controversial. I'm fed to believe I'm controversial. I love it. I love the fact that I'm controversial. I love it. And this one gets me. Listen to this story. This is so sad. Giuliani loses support of billionaires Langone and Cooperman. I wouldn't give him a nickel. This is from CNBC. Former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani will not be getting help with his legal bills from many of the big money donors who financed his 2008 campaign for president, according to people familiar with the matter. Giuliani was beloved by several business titans when he was mayor of New York City, who supported his 2008 presidential campaign that raised more than $60 million. Yet most of those donors who backed him are opting out. They want to have nothing to do with him. Why? Because he defended his longtime friend, Donald Trump. 
and face charges of his own in Georgia. And they're just, they're turning his back. Billionaire investor Leon Cooperman, who donated $2,300. Oh, boy, $2,300. The 2008 campaign for president, according to the FEC, told CNBC he has no plans to assist the former mayor. Quote, I wouldn't give him a nickel. I'm very negative on Donald Trump. It's an American tragedy. He was America's mayor. He did a great job. And like everybody else who gets involved with Trump, it turns to S. Ken Langone, who founded Home Depot, and has an estimated net worth of more than $7 billion, according to Forbes, does not plan to give to a Giuliani legal defense fund. According to his personal assistant, Langone contributed $4,600 in 2008. Brian France, former CEO of NASCAR, who donated $9,200 to Giuliani's, said, also said, um, I don't want to help. Quote, I was a major supporter of Rudy in 2008 and other times. I'm not sure what happened, but I missed the old Rudy. I'm wishing him well. And it goes on and 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 on. Unbelievable. What that man did for New York I was here. It goes to show you. these pe- There is no honor in the world. Let me stop right there, my friends, and say it's time for me to tell you, please, please, please subscribe to this. Is there anybody here who hasn't, who doesn't subscribe? Is there anybody who, I, I, I don't understand. I'm subscribed to stuff. I don't even know why I'm subscribed to it. I'm on these routine. Why would somebody not be subscribed and then unsubscribe. I don't understand it. I'm watching South Korean bakery. I was watching South Korean. Did you ever see South Korean, those bakery shows? Oh my God. How about those Japanese omelet makers? That crazy guy that hey, and he makes the, uh, I love that. I wouldn't unsubscribe. Why do people unsubscribe? Also follow me on X. I can't call it X. I can't do it. It's Twitter for God's sakes. Subscribe, like I said. Make sure you like this video. Sounds so pathetic, doesn't it? Please like this. And hit that little notification bell, which is important. And by the way, also go to my Lionel Media homepage. Go to Lionel Media and sign up for that. Why? You know why? Because it did a whole thing on on, uh, our friend Tucker Carlson, who's losing his mind. And people say, don't say that. Oh, oh, you don't like me to say it? Yeah, he's losing his mind. You like that one? Whenever somebody tells me, don't say that. Excuse me, who's Tucker Carlson? What has Tucker Carlson ever done to me? What the hell's going on? What are you, what are you talking about? Have you heard about ball tanning? Have you heard about that one? Oh, yeah. You never heard, you, you never knew that one, did you? You never knew that one, did you? Here's the, here's the, um, Here's the thing, gotta get get a hold of this one. That's the that's the uh oh yeah. Tucker all of a sudden has been saying where he's he's talking about manliness. We need more men because we need more testosterone. And he and he's a man. He's a real man's man. And he talks about ball tanning. And Sabine Hassenfelder did a wonderful piece on it. And I'm thinking to myself, why are there so many little boys walking around like I'm gonna grow my I'm gonna I'm gonna look like Grizzly Adams, or I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, get tattooed and and hunt things and kill things because I'm a man. Oh dear God! 
what the hell is going on with these people? Okay. And good news, all of our friends and family, I guess everybody in Florida did okay. Sort of, sort of, sort of. You know, my friends, if you had told me, if you had told me that one day there was going to be this absolute, complete and total, you know, food shortages, and I would have said, what? Look at, look at, just, (laughs) I've been asking myself, when in the hell did this ever happen? What happened to us? What is the story? When did when did all of this happen? I don't remember a time ever in my life when and we had we had storms, we had stuff. Whenever anybody would say things like, you know, we have to have emergency food. What are you talking about? I was in Florida then. We we had hurricanes. No, you don't understand. There might be a supply chain breakdown. A supply chain? What does that mean? Truckers may go on strike. When? There might be malware. Malware? Who's malware? No, malware? There might be ransomware. They may shut down all all of the filling stations and gas stations and petrol stations. There might be contaminated gas because of diesel. What are you talking about? Cyclones, tsunamis, wildfires. Now, listen, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a conspiracy analyst, as a great Gorbadal said. But there's something going on here. So do yourself a favor. Now's the time. Prepare with Lionel.com. Don't look at me. It's only, it's only your family. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's only your family. I feel so sorry for Mayor Giuliani. Maybe he's drinking a lot. So what? What, you don't drink too much? What? What do we have, a bunch of teetotalers here? Is that what we're doing? Is that what you think? Come on. Rudy Giuliani during 9-11 was magnificent. Magnificent. And look at the way they're treating him now. It's just, it's, it's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. The way they're treating Trump. Disgusting. And let me tell you what else you may not like. So please, you might not want to stay around here. I understand because I want to talk bad about your friend, Tucker. Why is he talking about people offing Giuliani? I mean, uh, President Trump. Don't even bring that up. Why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? Don't even say that. Don't even say that. Wait a minute. Check one, two, three. Liz Solak, sound check, please. What is that? <laughs> okay, Liz. There's a sound check. Is that all right? Liz has got me paranoid. Everybody, can you hear me? Can everybody, can everybody hear me? How many teetotalers here? How many people do not drink? And how many people don't drink because they can't drink? How many people are recovered alcoholics? You don't, you don't have to answer that. Remember the great line from Pete Hamill. I'm, I'm retired with the title. How many people? Good, five by five. You got me going there, uh, Liz. You got me all, all concerned. Who's a, anybody here? You know, drinking is bad for you. You know, there's, it's, it's really bad for you. You know that, don't you? I know, I know. But people aren't going to change their mind with that. There comes a point 
I'm a recovered non-alcoholic. There you go. Five by seven. I don't drink. More people don't drink than you can imagine. Michael's in the process of recovering. Good for you. Let me tell you something. That is, I will never lecture anybody. I will never lecture anything about anybody, but I will tell you something. And I mean this, and I mean this more than anything else. Uh, I have never in my life felt as good and as healthy and as, uh, um, you know, good and uh, felt in better shape than I do now. I never felt this good younger. Never felt like this when I was eating all kinds of crap. Never. I didn't even know what it did. I didn't even know. I just thought, well, that's the way you feel. And uh, I did all my, you know, all my my fun, I guess my wild stuff. Now in the back nine, it's another story. And I am telling you, more people, more people than you will ever know will do will feel so much better just not drinking. But I don't want to I don't want to lecture. I hate that. If you don't want to link, that's fine. That's that's fine. But it's let me tell you one. You're gonna love this one. Listen to me carefully. Listen to me. There was a study a while back that said that people who drink a glass of wine a day, listen to this. People who drink a glass of wine a day are healthier, or are, are no, excuse me, are healthy people. You got it? Good. You follow me? People, people who are, um, who drink one glass of wine a day are healthy. You got that? Did you did you catch what that meant? Did you catch why you did did you did you catch what that was about? Do you know why that was? Do you know why? Well, they looked at this and they asked the question, well, what does that mean? Well, it turns out somebody said, Well, does drinking wine make you healthy? Or does somebody who is able to only drink a glass of wine show some type of temperance or some type of of uh, of uh, of control that might be indicative of something, and that's what they said. They said you read the whole story wrong. A person who could only drinks only one glass of wine a day also shows restraint in other things like eating and exercise. It wasn't a drink, so they did the follow up story. With people who don't drink at all, they were even healthier. Esophageal cancer. Big time. Bladder cancer, big time. Booze, esophageal cancer, especially hardcore. You know that. I'm not going to, I'm going to, yeah, whatever. Okay. Let me go back to this. You know and I know Tucker is out of his mind right now. He doesn't know what to do. He can't figure out what, there's nobody, in, and his, I, I, I don't know anything about his wife, about his family. He lives in what, Maine? His wife's in Florida. I, I don't know. It's none of my business. But somebody should keep an eye on him. Because do you know what it is to be 50, whatever, two years old? And he goes from the number one guy on Fox News. What did I tell you before? And what is he doing now? He's on X. Okay. Is he making money with that? Did they ever settle up on his case? Is that? 
Did he did did he sue? Did he what's going on with that? He is going through the same stuff that you can't believe he's going through. He is he is now asking himself, what do I do? What am I do? What do I do? You're Tucker Carlson. They love you. Okay. So listen, Tuck, TC, do me a favor. Don't you ever, ever even intimate or hint about some tragedy happening to our President Trump. Don't talk, don't explain the, the the obvious. Don't tempt fate. Did you hear that? You think they're going to Epstein him? What are you doing? Why are you doing like that? Why? What's the matter with you? And you're bringing this stuff up about uh, about Obama? You're nuts. Any time, any chance you got to interview Putin? No, Putin would be crazy to do that. This is what I don't understand. This is what I don't understand. It's like he doesn't have anybody to, to, to sit down with him and say, listen, what is your shtick going to be? What are you going to do? You're hanging around with, with uh, Adam Carolla. Okay, fine. That's okay. What are you, are you trying to be the cool guy? This is a guy who's always talking about, well, men aren't men. Excuse me. Let me just listen to me very carefully. When men talk too much about being men, it makes you wonder, why is this so important to you? Do you doubt yourself? Do you have this preoccupation? Why do you keep talking about it? He doesn't talk about it every day, but he's talked about that more than a lot of other people. Why is that? And would you do me a favor? Would you please do me a favor? Would you please stop this testosterone crazy? People go nuts over this. My, my physician friend, he said, what do you think about men who want to take time? No, testosterone, no, don't. What are you doing? I, I, I don't want it. I don't want it. But, but other people are, I've got a friend of mine who says, well, I'm on the T. Why are you on the T? Why? Well, I'm a little depressed. So you're taking testosterone? What are you doing? Why? Well, I don't know. Low T. Because you watch the ads. Remember when people went through this whole soy thing because they thought the phytoestrogen and isoflavones and all of that. They, there was this 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 thing that people who ate soy or tofu or something had low testosterone and were in cells and effeminate. What? Let me tell you something. I don't want to. I don't know how to break this to you because maybe nobody wants to hear this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. We have a friend of ours who is, he, he reminds me of a cross between B. Arthur and Madam. Remember uh, Waylon Flowers and Madam? He is 100% gay. Great friend of ours. And we'll tell you, wears almost like a turban, uh, like a, a set. I mean, the the gold standard okay his testosterone is through the roof <laughs> through he he could break you in half this is one of the i'm looking at this guy like wow if he ever was a bouncer if he walked in not with the turban on but i mean he this guy so this idea and when you see this right now you see the guy over there you see the the incel, that weird guy, yeah, check his testosterone through the roof. It's fine. It doesn't have anything to do with this. Why are we saying this? 
Why are so many people going out of their way so afraid of talking about always being about men and sex? You know, Sabine Hassenfelder, I love her. She did one on... <laughs> she, she did one on ball tanning. <laughs> she has this, this way of talking. Like she says, and there's this thing about Tucker Carlson who wants to take the balls and to tan the balls. And I'm thinking, myself, what? Yes, there was a study. Some man put balls. Why would you? Why would you do this? Yes, they irradiated the scrotum, and his testosterone went up. This woman's talking about particle physics, and then we're talking. This is nuts. It is crazy. I had to share that with you. I had to share that with you. I think Tucker needs to to be proper. Now, so two things: don't talk about. Trump being uh, hurt, and don't talk, and don't, don't don't bring up this do, do, just for your own. But don't bring up this this thing about uh, Obama. Whatever you think about him, I know you don't like him. Whatever, stop it. There is this there is this meanness. What they said about um, I never liked this. What they said about uh, Michelle Obama. Look, if you don't like her, that's fine. And let me tell you something right now. Michelle Obama is not going to run for president. Let me say this to you. Let me clear this up. Let me remind you of this. Let me remind you of this. Michelle Obama is not going to be running for president. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Do I make myself clear to you? Do you do you understand what I'm saying? She is not. She wants to be Oprah. She wants to hang around. By the way, any word on Obama's uh, chef? I mean, the poor guy who died in like two inches of water or something. I'm exaggerating. I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything about that. That was one of the weirdest stories I've ever heard. But do me a favor and stop this nonsense about Michelle Obama because it ain't going to happen, okay? Now, another thing I want to tell you. And you're not going to like this. You know who's looking damn good right now? Ron DeSantis. Remember, these things change. Why? Because he knew how to handle this, this uh, issue in Florida with Iralia. You understand what I'm saying? He looked great to people. This is, this is why the fact that Joe Biden, who actually, actually, this is incredible. Joe Biden decides that he is... Joe Biden actually goes and commiserates with people from Lahaina and says, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, no, no, I know what you've been through. I almost lost a cat in the kitchen fire 20 years ago. You know, this guy. Every, every, every other uh, 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 politician of note realizes and recognizes the, the importance of this. And DeSantis... Keep an eye on him. Watch Vivek Ramaswamy. Anybody getting tired of Vivek? Anybody hear Vivek tell anybody? Anybody hear Vic tell you anything? Anything interesting? Anything? Have you heard like, wow, I didn't know that. That's really something. Anybody? No. You're not going to hear anything. He's an imposter. I don't know what's wrong with you. 
I don't know what's wrong with you. So right now, as it stands, remember, as of right now, DeSantis is looking pretty doggone good. Let's see if he can work on this thing. Don't don't rule him out. I'm not saying you have to like him. I'm not saying you have to vote for him. What I am saying is you got to realize that it might be a good idea. Look at this. Jenna Jen Ellis. Jenna Ellis is all over, is all in on DeSantis. She kicked Trump supporters to the curb, saith the Lord. Well, yeah, but Trump basically didn't help her with her, you know. I'm no Jenna Ellis fan. I don't know who the hell she I mean, I know who she is. I don't it doesn't really matter. I don't think she deserves prison. Any of this crew. You notice how Sidney Powell saying nothing? Whatever happened in that one? How many of you are tired of Vivek? How many of you can spot this phony a mile along? Come on, tell me you know it. Tell me you know what I'm talking about. He's a phony. He's a phony baloney. Tell me you know what I'm talking about. Tell me you know what I'm talking about. He's a phony baloney. Did I say that? I'm actually using the word phony baloney. That's it. So anyway, let's see what happens with that. Uh, have you noticed all the murder suicides also lately? Have you noticed this one? And maybe it's because I'm a Daily Mail fanatic. How about this? Kevin Costner is grim faced as wife Christine sobs describing Christmases when they shipped in 40 tons of snow and hired all the animals from the Bethlehem stable as she fights for increased child support. Oh, she's doing, she knows what she's doing. She's good. Here's a phony baloney, George Clooney. Would you? St- George Clooney is mesmerized by wife Amal. Amal is terrified of autocorrect. That's all I'm going to say. George Clooney is the biggest phony. I'm not even going to go there, okay? Because I'm a gentleman. But George, please stop it. Stop it, George. Stop it. Oh, they love each other. Oh, isn't she? Oh, God. Make me sick. Look at this. Glamorous California equestrian is arrested at Starbucks for taking out $2 million hit on her husband after court ordered her to slash her expenses from $50,000 a month to $12,000. A $2 million hit. Would you please uh, listen to me carefully? There are no, there are no hitmen. If you're talking to a hitman, it's a cop. Listen to this one. Woman 65, horrifically injured by shark off New York City Beach, recalls predators' green and dirty teeth and cloud of blood that filled water after it ate 20-pound chunk of her flesh. Now, these are, these are stories. Look at this one. No human remains are found two years after claims of mass graves of indigenous children at Catholic schools across Canada. Excavation show, as experts suggest, it's proof the stories were fabricated. By the way, is Prigozhin alive? Wouldn't that be something he says, here I am. Oh, here we go. Look at this. Amal's big night. George Clooney looks mesmerized by his stunning wife at Venice. Oh, I'm going to throw up. Oh, I'm going to throw up. Who is buying this garbage? Who is buying this garbage? I don't get it. Look at this one. 
I'm one of the nicest people in the world. Proud Boys leader Joe Biggs sobs as he's sentenced to 17 years over the January 6th riot after begging judge not to separate him from daughter and cancer-stricken mom. Remember Joe Biggs used to be with Alice Jones? 17 years? What did he do to warrant 17 years when we've got people who are child predators who do nothing? They got nothing. I don't get it. You've got Hunter Biden who has broken every law under the sun. Georgia's Republican governor rejects calls to punish Fannie Willis for indicting Trump. Brian Kemp says, uh, Brian Kemp shuts down GOP pressure and says law in the state is clear. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with that. You, 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 you can't, you, you, you can't do that for the love of God. Dr. Clear's Mitch McConnell, Senate Minority Leader, 81, told he can go back to work after a second freeze in a month. Now, listen, I'm no expert here. I'm not a neurologist. I don't pay one on TV, play one on TV. But if you had your relative or your father or your mother freeze up, what would you think? You would say, you know, I'm no expert here. But Mitch is freezing. He's freezing. Have you seen Fetterman? Is that Fetterman or is that a, a, a doppelganger? Then we got Diane Feinstein. She's out of her mind. Trump, uh, Biden's out of his mind. I don't understand. I, I, I think I've had enough of this. Haven't you? I think I have had enough. Dear God. All right, dear friends. If you believe in prayer, pray for President Trump. I'm going to leave you with this very, very carefully. I want you to understand that President Trump has to define a, a vision for the world and not just talk like Carrie Lake, that another one, another one that just drives me nuts because she says nothing but talking about her election. The president's got to spell out a view, a worldview, a plan. That's all I'm saying. All right? That's all I'm going to say. All right, dear friends, don't forget to follow Mrs. L. Don't forget to follow Mrs. L. She's got an unbelievable, a brand new video on what Google's doing, these new default mechanisms, thanks to her work and a lot of the indefatigable warriors out there to get them to change the default as to image obfuscation and the like. And also, the response to prepare with Lionel has been off the chain. And I am so glad that people are saying, you know what? We're going to learn from this. We're going to learn. We're going to be ready. I'm telling you, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen. I have no idea what. I have no, I have no idea. They're going to shut something down. Something's going to go wrong. But food and stores, you know it, and I know it. Because these sick bastards love this. They love anything that increases instability and the destabilization of society. And there's nothing that they love more. They get a kick out of it than to see people driving around, trying to get snow plows in the, sun, in the winter, or toilet paper during COVID, or water, or milk and bread. They love this stuff. These are the sickest people I've ever seen in my life. So show them up. Go to preparewithlionel.com. Get 200 bucks of a three-month emergency food kit. And check what we're talking about here. It's unreal. All right, dear friends, you have a great and a glorious day. I hope your day is well. And by the way, to those of you, let me just say something. To those of you who are involved in personal addictions and the like, hats off to you, my friend. Because let me tell you something. There is... I remember, I'll never forget... 
when Nora Volkoff from the National Institute of Health was the first person to understand about the biochemical changes that happen to people and how there are some people who can drink something or maybe do drugs and not succumb to it. And other people, it's a different story. And for people to say, I need help and I'm doing this, I have nothing but respect for you for that. Nothing but respect. Because it's like you are on your own and you're saying, it's just me on this one. And you know what? It's uh, forget uh, working out and, um, you know, um, running a marathon or being an Ironman. You're an Ironman or an Iron Woman or an Iron They for doing that. That is serious. And you know, another thing too is all the people who have been involved in AA and 12-step programs, God bless him. I knew a guy, listen to this, I knew a guy years ago in New York, there was one AA place which was supposedly famous. I've never been to, I, I think it's terrible to go, but he would go just to see famous people. And another guy I know would go to like the 40 and 50 year clubs People who've been sober for like 50 years who are still going to meetings. And I would never, you, you could never do this, but wouldn't you love, I mean, not love, but wouldn't you be fascinated by the stories of somebody who said after 50 years of sobriety, I don't know how he slipped in because he doesn't look old enough, but after 50 years of sobriety, they're still this close from that is fascinating. Their courage. You couldn't do a show on that. There's a guy named Duffy's. Look this up on YouTube. He has a rehab place. I don't know how I found this guy. His name is Duffy. I guess he's in California. I think he was born in New York, but he moved there. He tells stories. Some of the stories are the John Larroquette and... Uh, it's fascinating. Absolutely. And I don't want to, I don't want to make it, I don't want to besmirch it by, by looking at it as I would an entertainment venue, but the stories just in terms of their, their power. And also some of the great rack on tours are without peer. So in any event, so that's all. All right, dear friends, you have a great and glorious day. Thank you for spending this evening with us. Seriously. You appreciate, we appreciate you more than you can imagine. Don't lose faith. Take things day by day, politically, that is. Don't necessarily jump. We have a long way to go and a short time to get there. We're eastbound. Just watch old bandit run. I think Jerry Reed said it best. Don't lose your faith in Trump, but understand something. Our goal is not to get Trump elected. Our goal is to destroy politically this shadow government cabal, as it were. All right, friends, have a great and glorious day. See you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. And don't forget, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Dead, dead.